episode of Talk It Out with Damzi. I am Olari Waji Oyuafemi Damzi. Don't forget we are still looking at questions young people ask and answers that work. So our question for today is this, how far is too far? Remember I was looking at, um, are you ready to date? Yes, um, now you are finally dating, secret dating and all that. Well, the question for today is this, how far is too far? It's trying to tell us that now you are finally dating, but how far do you go in your relationship? What are those things you should do? Like, when should you put the limit? You know, when you finally get into a relationship, it can be difficult to know where to draw the line when expressing affections. Everyone will say, I love you, yes, I care for you, but you don't want to express affection physically and apart from you, you want to do that, but it's very difficult to know where to draw the line as Christians. Like, okay, this is a no-no, this is a no-go area for us. It's very difficult to know where to draw the line when expressing affections. I want to look at how to draw the line when expressing affections today. To look at this, I want to examine um, some true or false questions to look at this topic how far is too far the first question is this it's always wrong for two people who are dating to touch each other under any circumstances if you ask is it always wrong for two people who are dating to touch each other any circumstances the answer is false the bible does not condemns genuine or clean expression of affection even the bible tells the story of a shulamite girl and a shepherd boy who were in love that's the book of songs of solomon their courtship was chaste, yet they evidently exchanged some displays of their affections before they married. Now, some couples who are seriously contemplating marriage, remember dating is for the soul of marriage. So for couples who are dating, that is couples who are seriously contemplating marriage, they likewise feel that some chaste expressions of affections are appropriate. A dating couple must, however, exercise extreme caution. Kissing, embracing, or doing anything that causes arousal can lead to sexual misconduct. It is all too easy, even for a couple with honorable intentions. The fact that you have honorable intentions, it is very, very easy to get carried away and engage in sexual immorality. That's what Colossians 3 verse 5 says. So you need to be very, very careful and exercise extreme caution when expressing this affection because it is very, very easy. The, the line between to cross to sexual misconduct is very, very thin. That like it is too easy for you, even if you have honorable intentions, very easy for you to get carried away and engage in sexual immorality. Now, the second question is this. A couple who desists from sexual intercourse can still commit fornication. If you are asked, a couple who desists from sexual intercourse can they still commit fornication? The answer is very, very true. Now, the Greek word for fornication has a very broad meaning. It means all form of sexual activity outside marriage, and it focuses on the misuse of the sexual organs. So, fornication does not only include intercourse, but also acts like um, masturbating yourself. Or another person, oral sex, anal sex, they are all fornication. So if I are not having sex, that does not mean but you are giving yourself and you are having oral sex together, or anal sex, but you are not doing the normal penetration, does not mean that you are not committing fornication. It is fornication. As far as it involves sexual activity, the use of your sexual organs. The Bible condemns all works of the flesh, of which fornication and uncleanness is included. Now, uncleanness covers all kinds of impurities in speech or action. Of course. It will be unclean to caress another's intimate area, such as the breast. Such pleasures are reserved for married couples in the Bible. That's what Proverbs chapter 5, verse 18 to 19 says. So we need to be very, very careful what to do as dating couples who are contemplating marriage. Now the next question, which is also the last question, is this. If a dating couple don't take sexual liberties, they can't really be in love. You know what I mean? If you love me, like, you know, if you love each other, I think we should do some things that include sexual liberties and sexual activities. It is very false like it is false 
false in capital letter f a l s e very very false it's wrong marital sex does not deepen the bond of a relationship instead it tears down the mutual respect and trust i'll take that again premarital sex does not depend the bond of relationship like, so when we have sex that means our love becomes stronger it doesn't become stronger instead it tears down that little mutual respect and trust you have learned to build up maybe your relationship just two months old the little respect and trust you've built for that two months when you have marital sex you just break it down you scatter everything like you using your own hand to do your own stuff like you scatter everything by yourself when a boy pressures a girl into violating a christian training and conscience it breaks God's law number one and undermines any claim that he loves that the fact that he said if you love me you would let's do it now when he would do it it shows that you love me it's a bit like my sister I think the guys are the one that like Jesus is like most like if you love me let's do it no ladies out there sisters out there it is very very wrong if he loves you he will wait also a girl who freely or willingly gives in allows herself to be exploited worse yet she has committed an unclean act the fact that you as a lady now the guy says you love me you do it and then you say okay i want to prove that i love you and then you freely and willingly give in number one you've allowed yourself to exploit them what is exploited like you are just being used you're just taking something free things from you you are being exploited number one and then you have committed an unclean act not only you this applies to both gender of course like you have committed an unclean act both the guy and the brother and the sister they have committed an unclean act so you should desist from this phrase of hey, if you love me let's have sex no it is false it is wrong there's no bible principle that says that even you are in love and you are about to marry only oh, with two weeks to the marriage have sex no it does not depend upon it. i don't know if you are getting but the moment you have marital sex there's this kind of thing that happens and we should not matter sex is a covenant sex is a covenant on its own so when you have sex with different people at the same time like you're just sharing your like sharing your destiny and having different covenant with different people apart from that sex is a spiritual thing so when you have sex you are parting you are like making a um bringing together two things together like you are giving yourself to that person first you're giving yourself you can never be the same after sex but you are like giving pieces of yourself out here and there the premarital sex so it does not depend upon the relationship instead it tears it down the moment you have sex it's a very very um the guy or the brother rather might not view you in this light again that respect yeah sorry that choice like maybe yeah, this one we don't finish the work we have done it if he has, if he has won a trophy so ladies or brothers are very very careful right now sex is a no no in your dating now after looking at all these questions what should we do what we should do is just set clear boundaries you should set clear boundaries now look at this would you wait until your house caught fire before you installed an alarm that's a fire alarm would you wait until the fire is burning before you now install a fire alarm no you won't likewise in a relationship don't wait until your passions are aroused before you establish ground rules for conduct don't wait until you are the both of you are so so aroused like you know that you find nice saying no we'll not do this no discuss with your partner what expressions of affections are appropriate like before the time will come when your emotions will be so so high discuss with your partner sit together and look okay are we going to kiss no we're not kissing are we going to hug okay we're not hugging like learn to do those things to know which one you want to do waiting until you are in some emotion charged romantic setting before establishing rules will be very dangerous so if you don't do that before and you wait until when your 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 emotions are so charged up and you're writing something it's about to happen and it's, it's it's very dangerous because you your emotions might just take control and do whatever you want to do true 
such a sensitive discussion can be difficult even embarrassing talking about such things can be embarrassing and difficult but starting out early like stating it out early can do much to prevent serious problems from developing later on wise boundaries can be like detectors that sound an alarm at the first hint of fire just like you putting a fire alarm in your house that's how your boundaries those things you still are not going to do are going to stop you are not crossing this one they are like alarms so you know when your alarm is in your house when the fire starts those hint of fire even if it has not escalated the alarm sounds that's how wise boundaries are it can also help you like you know they're like small detectors smoke detectors the sound and alarm at the first hint of fire granted holding to godly standard is not easy Yes, you might say we'll do, but it's not easy to abide by this thing that some people who are Christians don't have sexes. Only to God's standard isn't easy. But you can trust God's advice. After all, in Isaiah 48 verse 17, he describes himself as the one taking you to prophets which leads you by the way, thing that you should go. So Isaiah 14 verse 17, God tells us that He is the one that is teaching us to profit number one. He's the one that is leading us in the way that we should go. So you cannot do this on our own. The fact that you say, I don't want to do this, I don't, you can't do it on your own. You need to commit it to God. Because God is the one that will lead you in the way that you should go. And God has your best interest at heart. What if you have gone too far? You are in your relationship already and you have gone too far. All these things are full. Wow, yeah. You need to say Well, if you are falling into improper misconduct, don't deceive yourself by thinking you can solve the problem alone. You cannot solve the problem alone. You might say you will pray. Sometimes it will work. A few times it won't. The best thing is to talk to your parents. Talk to your parents about it. The Bible advises that we speak to elders in the church, respected elders in the church. Now, this Christian shepherd can give counsel, advice, and reproof so that you can get your relationship with God back on track. Also, you and your partner can separate for a while. I didn't say break up. But you can like give yourself some space. Go and see the face of God. Ask for forgiveness because I'm doing the wrong thing. Take face of God, and you should know have permission here that yes, God has forgiven you. Then come to back together and you can make some vows. Okay, God, we are not going to do this again. Want to get married? Help us to stand by this and also talk to elders in church. Very important. Also, we'll do it on our own. It will not work. Sometimes it works, sometimes it will not work. So, go to elders in the church, like these Christian shepherds, they can counsel you, they advise and reproach so that you can get a relationship with God back on track, and you will know just how far. Is too far. And that's how I'll come to the end of talking about the family today. Don't do all to contribute. What do you think about the podcast? About the question, how far is too far? Don't forget to like, comment, and share this podcast. If you like to be part of a WhatsApp group where you can ask questions and share your mind with young people and get to ask questions on various issues affecting young people's lives, just send talk with Damzi to 081 400 7865 on WhatsApp. Send talk with Damsy to 081 400 7865 on WhatsApp. You can follow me on Facebook at Online Wadu, Oluafemi Damsy, and Instagram at Online Wadu Damsy. To meet again, remember that talking with Damsy is good business, and I love you all. I am Online Wadu, Oluafemi Damsy. Bye bye.